1: across our music and culture channels we have a wide range of shows covering every genre along with chat shows discussions and special broadcasts here is just one of our recent shows to catch the full show head to our mix club page or listen live at (laughs) sohoradiolondon.com Jelly Cleaver, how art thou? I'm very nice, Bear hopkins and how are you? I'm very nice. I love the way you answered that. I'm very nice today. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, everyone's always really nice. And hello, lovely listeners. I hope you are also nice today. <laughs> you are listening to Soho Radio, and we are, we call it Yaz. yes Yeah. And we're coming at you from our lounge because we live together in a big jazz house. I'm very excited to be introducing the incomparable duo that is Mermaid Chunky onto our virtual sofa today. We've got Freya Tate and Moina Moin. Hello, girls. How are Hi. you? woo You're coming at us all the way from Margate, right? <laughs> yes. yes. We're in
0: by the sea. Oh, God, we're I'm very jealous. We're in and by the sea.
1: You're in the sea right now? <laughs> yeah. Close to. <laughs> <laughs> close to the so tide. much <laughs> close to So, I mean, you guys describe yourselves as an audio visual duo. Um, I have many questions about your awesomeness because just to anyone who's never listened to Mermaid Chunky and has just heard the very first snippet, um, they are loud and incredible, um, and they have a toy section as part of their band. Um, it's <laughs> Got chattering teeth and everything. And one of my favourite gigs from uh, possibly ever was watching you guys play in that beautiful church in Jazz Stroud Festival. It might have been two years ago. Was it one year ago? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, my God. That was one of my favourite gigs ever. And you suddenly, yeah, walked over to your toy section. I was like, okay. Um, so I have many questions about uh, for you guys. But the first thing I want to say is... In your About section on Spotify, I don't think I've ever laughed so much in my life at the (laughs) description of what you've written. Oh, my God. I was like, I'll just see how they describe themselves. Okay, first off, you've got, you are a bouquet of pumping trance rhythms, (laughs) sad Easter time chicks, and seriously arousing saxophone solos. (laughs) Can you please describe what Easter time chicks (laughs) means in the context of
0: that? Okay, so... Uh, Easter time chicks um that is quite literal because that is about um Easter time celebrations in Wilkinson's, which is actually probably the main source of my chunky's uh beginnings' yeah, cause,
2: so it was really? ea- it was Easter um about three years ago <laughs> the um, last Easter three years ago, and we were. <laughs> having a rehearsal and then we i can't remember why we went out to find children's toys
0: it's because um we when we started off we were practicing a lot at my dad's house and i've got three mm-hmm. younger sisters um and um actually for our first gig we didn't really have that many resources as in instrument wise um so uh, we we're just using a lot of children's toys that happened to be lying oh, around the yeah. house.
2: But then it was con- it was it was the, the children did, wanted the toys <laughs> back.
0: <laughs> they didn't really appreciate what we were trying to do. So we had to go. They own. still don't.
1: <laughs> they didn't understand the artistry. Exactly the forward thinking of you guys. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that
1: is so funny. God, I, I oh well, I'm glad that you kind of described that, but. I actually never questioned it. When I was watching it, I was like, yeah, that's just like a sick artistic choice. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, because it, it, what's bizarre is that it goes so well. Like I was watching, you've got a, a video, I'm not sure where it was filmed, maybe at SVA or something, of you guys playing a track. And the loop that Freya does at the start, which is like you start with drumsticks and then you get, uh, and like yeah. a cabasa involved and then you get your chattering teeth but you get the chattering teeth you don't just like wind it which is the first bit then you get it so that it chat chatters in time <laughs> with the music and then you loop yes. that I'm like how do you do this literally
2: years insane. of insane
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah literally Honestly. blisters have gone into that do you do
1: you practice that every day like how you'd <laughs> practice an instrument that's Please tell before
0: me bed brush your hair a thousand times <laughs> Wine the <laughs> teeth, yeah. it's the time important. of the mother earth, <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> but it is quite interesting because a lot of your music is is quite bizarre. Like your your new album Vest. By the way, great album artwork. Hey. Is that one of you? Who is it?
2: Is it one of you? It's moina's little sister, Mian. <gasps>
1: Oh, it's so beautiful. Is yeah. it? Literally the, the, the sweetest little artwork I've ever seen. But anyway, so your new album, it's like so eclectic and so uh, just like a melting hot pot of everything anyone would ever have in something. How do you compose this music? Can you take me through it?
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> I think lots of. I mean, like I was thinking the other day specifically about these girls, how that came about, and that definitely came about through improvisation. Even the lyrics, I think, probably is that right for Freya? You were kind of like it's kind of like a rhythmic was like a rhythmic vocals that you were saying to like give extra texture to all this these um all the leaps and stuff you're doing and it just it's just like um a feeling and an energy and so a lot Mm. of those first tracks have come out of um improvisations and often at the beginning we were like Mm -hmm. being asked to do performances and Like our first gig, we actually didn't have any, we didn't have any songs to perform. We had to come up with one on the day (laughs) and then we forgot it on the stage.
2: And then we kept looking at each other and like we had this, we made up signals, like physical signals where we'd like raise our eyebrows or we'd like nod. And then we just ended up, we kept looking at each other and like Moina was i found out after she's given me a single signal for 10 minutes that i didn't realize
0: no i was like, literally, like <laughs> slicing my hand across my throat to be like end the song end the song and phrase finds hand
2: signals quite tricky to yeah um but that was <laughs> with was that with john hegley yeah. um no it wasn't oh was that it uh, was
0: yeah. like a spoken word it's a spoken word thing yeah yeah but um so actually a
1: lot of your music is quite like improvisation based
2: yes yeah yeah a lot of them yeah a lot of them like change every time we play them and they kind of become a bit more settled but like over the years all the different just they're really old yeah i think the ones the ones (laughs) in this album like we've been playing them for so long um we're quite excited to like do some other songs (laughs) <laughs> well, <no. Yeah. laughs> so long, so <laughs> so long. Like, like literally two years. Oh my god, no. we're,
0: we're, I think, so yeah, because I think it was probably like 2015 when we started, so like that. Whoa, um,
1: and how did you start? Like, what, what how did that come about?
2: Um, started when I think a year after I graduated, yeah, and then. Mm. Moina was in Stroud, <laughs> and then I really needed something to do. I just, grad, I just did a music degree, and then like wasn't really I didn't know what I was doing, and I needed mm. a project, and we started it, and there was lots of we were in a, um, a band together that was like a youth project that had carried on um, called the Scar Orchestra.
0: The John Street: Six. The Mighty John Street Scar Orchestra.
2: Yeah. And we kind of siphoned off a load of members from that, (laughs) and then like I've got these old recordings of me like really awkwardly trying to like organise everyone (laughs) into some I don't really know what was the mindset, but
0: Freya kind of had this vision. She was like, I'm gonna ask all of the um, female musicians of Stroud to form a hype orchestra.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes! And now there's just two. Oh of my this. god! And then made made loads of posters <laughs> to recruit everyone, and then just now there's just two. <laughs> and too I hard.
0: was just really into knitting at the time, um, <laughs> so um, uh, I was going to uh, Shaws, a local drapery in Stroud, a lot, and they had this amazing wool called Mermaid Chunky, and I was like, oh my god! And I feel like the name really is. Good um leader for the the way it the encompasses the band.
1: Goes. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're like, I'm not sure how we're going to compose or how we're going to improvise. You just like take inspiration from the words "Mermaid, <laughs> mermaid Chunky." Yeah,
0: yeah. I guess <laughs> I so. That. It just kind of has got a um kind of a stony uh rock. It's like a stony rock? It's, it's like a stone it's, rock. It's like a rock. <laughs> As opposed to any other kind of
1: (laughs) rock. I was going to question the type of rock, so I'm glad that you clarified. (laughs) But like, okay, so a lot of what you guys do is, it's like on the border of performance art. And I know that like when you attend your gig, it's not just the audio. It it is, it's absolutely the visual as part of it. And you guys are seriously into fashion. So (laughs) It was that from the outset? We, you know, were you guys like, right? Okay, we're an image. It's like audio and visual, or were you like, we're gonna create a band, or is it literally? I'm just gonna embody the words, mermaid chunky. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it built up, didn't it?
1: Yeah. I,
0: I, mean, we're both really into dressing up, and I think also if you grow up in Stroud, sometimes it's hard to escape the, um, that love of like really going for it. In in mm. a in a very weird way with the dressing up for club nights and stuff because generally you know everyone, so oh, you got to nice. keep yourself entertained. You know, you got like,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. to
0: just you can't you. There's no point in trying to look chic anymore because but, yeah. everyone's like seeing you in a nappy the or whatever. Is the street catwalk.
2: <laughs>
0: so <laughs> so uh, we were kind of going for quite a. Um, how would you say like quite a fr- frumpy yeah pantomime look frumpy. at the beginning which we're still still very into.
2: Yeah. And I think we both That's have sick. experience of like being in other bands and like it's always a thing about like what you wear and being like very understated and like, oh I didn't think about this outfit. And I think we mm. wanted to be like, yeah, we just thought really hard about this. <laughs> really? We actually spent ages. We woke up and we wrote down what we were going to wear <laughs> and we planned it out. And then we like, spent ages making it match. Like It doesn't match, but we spent <laughs> ages and we worked really hard at it. And I think we were just trying that to like, flip, flip that. Coolness. Yeah, trying really hard to be... Yeah. So you yeah. t-
1: you talk about Stroud there. but like, uh, Do you feel like you guys as Mermaid Chunky are inherently Stroud because I know that Stroud is a very like it's a place unto its own in the UK like it's I don't know I feel like I I step in and I'm like in a magical kingdom like Stroud Jazz Festival is uh, uh, literally like my favourite time of the year Uh, I was gutted that it didn't happen this year because every all of your all of the families like open their doors to all the artists and just let you stay in their house for the weekend and they give you breakfast and like everyone it, it's full of creatives like because of the festival but also stroud just seems like such a creative place so do you guys feel like mermaid chunky is the embodiment of stroud
2: <laughs> oh, i think Strouds is something we love but we also try to escape
0: and also i think probably we kind of miss out on quite a big crowd because we kind of do take the piss out of it quite a lot as well But actually that's not true because a lot of people think we're being serious like we really enjoy doing events and gigs on all the pagan uh, celebration dates of the year like the solstice dates and the equinox and stuff Um, because that has been quite a big part of our lives Um, going to those as we're uh, very young children's going to these kind of solstice ceremonies.
2: Yeah, or things like uh, Mm. when I I grew up in a village outside of Stroud and we have a thing called the clipping ceremony where all the kids hold hands around the church and put flowers in their hair and (laughs) wow just trying to get
1: away from
0: that really get away from that (laughs) but the only way you can do that is like do it your own way because it's just you know it's embedded within you you can't get away from it you can't get away like sometimes I've been at these like solstice ceremonies and everyone's like pressing their foreheads together and getting slightly tearful and um It just makes me quite cringy, to be honest. I find Mm. it quite cringy. But at the same time, I really love the humour that can be taken from it. And also, I think they're incredibly magical, exciting times of year. and So (laughs) they're also very important. So I think probably it's a bit of a mixture of completely embracing a lot of what Stroud is about but at the same time trying to um question it a bit and bring it into a new light and bring in lots of different animals and (laughs) queens and all different kinds of uh more neon activity yeah (laughs) instead of neon activity yeah i mean get
1: away from (laughs) the hessian is what i'm talking about well, you've got that in your bio, literally on Spotify. I remember reading something like you exercise the weight of popey pagan guilt, <laughs> yeah. right? Po- yeah. Popey pagan It's
2: just, like, it's just like, pagan so guilt. sincere. Fantastic. Yeah, I think that's what it is. <laughs> you don't want to so, take yourself like, too seriously. Sometimes you walk down the street in Stratham, you might lock eyes with someone who's very spiritual and you just can't look away.
1: <laughs> oh, God.
0: It's however... <laughs>
1: Oh man, I didn't realize that that was yeah, it was so intense. Well, yeah, I I feel like I I now the the performance I saw of you guys in that church has taken on a whole new meaning. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But I love it. Yeah, it's, it's re-
0: It makes it really fun. It makes it very.
2: It yeah. makes it like a Comes, sitcom. Yeah, it's from a loving place. It's from a very loving place.
1: That's good. So you're currently on an artist residency in Margate. You told me at the start of this call. But so, I mean, how how do you write? You know, how do you write? Are you writing to record, and then you adapt it to (coughs) perform it, or do you write it to think, okay, this is how it would be performed, and then you record it? Because you know your, your album you've just released. You say you've been working on that for ages. So. How are you moving forward with your compositional strategies? Yeah. tell me more.
2: I think I think we always like to work from like the framework of being a live band, because um, mm. we're always quite careful as well that we got like everything we use on stage is like relatably being like played like an instrument or yeah. Um, so we do we do a lot of like live sessions, and then we like mash up what we like, and then we split it into sections, and then. Because we like, we got so used to improvising together that I think that's the best way for us to write. Yeah. Um, Also,
0: a lot of the time, um, one of us might be doing like some kind of musical melody, or say Freya might be making like a drum kind of a drum pattern or some kind of beats and or bassline stuff, and then. I might or Freya might turn up with some lyrics and often they really just seem to work together and it's very weird Mm. like we'll be working on them separately and um then we'll just come together and be like oh yeah I was just scribbling this down by the sheep the other day and then um they just yeah they just link up so it's um yeah, it's really it's really quite strange because we we have played together in other bands and then I'm in Yamashita and stuff and there's no other kind of project quite like it that works in such a synchronized way. I'm not. It's um, yeah, not quite sure. That's I think that's why it makes it quite tricky to work out what's going on it's all very intuitive
1: <laughs> yeah that's amazing to have found your kind of your other half though like I've, I've often find that with jelly when we do these shows it just like she just knows exactly what i'm about to say and or, or she'll do like she'll go one more than me you know and it, <laughs> uh, yeah it's it's wonderful to have found that then like artistically and to be in a band with that person as well like the trust you must have between each other is is immense it's immense so yeah that's good and yeah. I, I imagine um you guys probably are particularly strange just in your general life as well judging from the fact that at the end of one of your songs which i think is friends one of you does the best pigeon impression <laughs> i've ever heard <laughs> who is that doing that pigeon impression
2: oh my god oh
1: my god that's me mi- that's me that's, that's
0: Moina. Moina. she did that it's
1: amazing But but are you like rolling your? Can you please do us a little a a little preview Um, here?
0: I can try. Wait, I just have to think about what it sounds like. Okay. (coughs) No, wait. Wait, let me try again. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's. That was
0: actually
2: a real pigeon that walked into the room.
1: that the second one was better.
0: On. You just got to like leave that ho at the end that just yeah. leaves you in suspense. Have you noticed that with it, pigeons? It it's does. a literal nightmare.
1: <laughs> it's so suspenseful. I mean, they're, they're the heart of every horror film. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: so that's a wood pigeon. That's a wood pigeon.
1: I am really imagining, though, that a pigeon's genuinely just walked into your room and actually I'm now going to conduct the rest of the interview <laughs> with a pigeon. So. Yeah. yeah, there's three of us here. It's all a sham. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Pidge. <laughs> so what then is coming next for you, girls then? You've just released your debut album. You're killing it. Like what what's what's the next step? Well, we've got we've had we've actually got loads
0: of tunes um that we've been messing around with for few years but because of this album we've been like really focusing on those six tracks so we're just it's quite nice having this residency straight after the launch because we're just getting back to all these other tunes like the moment we're doing these songs about gymnastics
2: and they're they're really old as well which is kind of weird but we've revamped them and made them a bit more like techno kind of and also made them a bit more like aggressive as well (laughs) but nice it's nice (laughs) it's nice because it's kind of like there's such a long backlog that it's like oh we've got that down oh we can work on something new and then we're like still going back to like maybe like a few months after (laughs) the first songs were invented we don't want to like miss anything out Mm. because we've we've just had some cool cool like moments with making up stuff and we just don't want to leave things by the wayside. Gonna catch everything. Gonna catch up. So we're just playing catch Definitely. up all the time. But um it's really fun.
0: Yeah, it's well, really I'm, good. I'm, I think it's going in quite a clubby direction.
1: <gasps> Sick. It's going oh my in quite god. Quite a clubby yes.
0: club. Uh kind of lots of sexy songs and frustrated sassy songs. Yeah yeah. yeah. Oh that's the way it's going.
2: Yeah.
1: Very good. So, which one of you is is kind of like the beats producer? Like, if if it's going in the clubby clubby vibe, um, which one of you sort of lays the drums? That's fair. Well, yeah, I guess I got this
2: synth yes. uh, with lots of bass. Like, if that's a new addition. Like, and you can the Novation Bass Station. Um,
1: wow, that was a lot of Asians. Yeah. <laughs> of the nation. Of the nation.
2: <laughs> yeah. Get out your frustration. <laughs> Um, because we basically used another like theme of the band is probably using the same instruments the whole like and having all the same sounds across (laughs) all the different songs so it's like the first time we've had a bass sound that isn't this one one kick (laughs) drum that we've used on every single track so amazing yeah
1: that's awesome okay so we will expect this in like the most underground clubs of London in about a year's time (laughs) Yeah, no, that's totally
0: right. No, we're going for the pop charts, is what we're going for. Oh, sick. We're going for like next to (laughs) Katy Perry kind of vibes.
2: Yeah, I think we thought we'd wait till lockdown to bring out all of our club (laughs) tracks when everyone's just sat at home and then they can't. God,
1: I am i'm so excited i'm so excited to hear whatever the hell happens next and i'm so excited to see you guys live again because it is really something to behold so everyone who's listened to this right now make sure you go and check out mermaid chunky and their new album vest we're going to play out with one of my favorite tracks from this tune which is called from this album which is called gemini girls so thank you so much freya and moina love to you both and i hopefully see you soon